Hello, my name is Nikki. I'm the community manager. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am a software engineer. Hi, uh, I'm Nathan Pham. Uh, I'm a product manager. I'm Nick Marich. I'm the director of growth. This is Cam, and I'm a software engineer. I'm Garrett. I'm one of the co-founders and CTO at... What is up, everyone? My name is Dwight Torculus, and I'm the CEO and co-founder. Hey, I'm Wayne Hoover, and I'm a software engineer. I'm Grant. I'm a product designer. Hi, I'm Curtis, and I'm a software engineer. Hey, I'm Jazzy, the artist success manager at Mint Songs. You've been building Mint Songs for over a year now. What would you say has been your favorite feature on Mint Songs? My favorite feature on Mint Songs is more of the philosophy that we have behind our product, which is accessibility. Like, how do we make music NFTs as accessible as possible to any artist anywhere you are in the world? Um, and that goes into features like MoonPay, so people can buy NFTs with a credit card, or Magic Link, which allows artists to sign up with an email address to create NFTs, um, and Biconomy, which obfuscates the gas that you need to pay for for NFTs uh, to, to mint them on chain. So favorite, my favorite feature is accessibility. Early on our magic integration, it was a really tough architecture and it was really challenging and being able to onboard fans like that, um, especially the integration into posters where we can kind of build these things on the fly for non-crypto native people was, was a really fun architecture to build, really challenging and helped onboard, I think right now, probably close to 15,000 users. So Magic Link is a, it's a protocol slash a service that you sign in with email. It uses a set of distributed IDs to sign cryptographic messages for you. And it's non-custodial, which means you always have access to the private keys. So it's a great way to get people in the door that are coming from a Web2 world where they're used to, you know, signing up with an email, etc. And then you know, when they're ready, they could export their private key, put it into MetaMask, Rainbow, Coinbase Wallet, etc., and uh, you know they can traverse into the metaverse in a more Web3 native way. I love everything about Mint Songs. I have been bullish on Mint Songs since I arrived in Web3. Ask anyone around, and they were like, my first experience where I was like. These are people who genuinely care about what I'm doing. They don't want anything from me. They don't expect anything from me but for me to be my best self. And that's why I rock with Mint Songs so hard. And now I feel especially honored to be able to not only be an artist, but to be like the artist success manager here because it's really important for me to, to nurture organic relationships and to make sure everyone can be their best selves. Um, currently, not yet coming, but as of this conversation, we're you know we're like you know one to two weeks, a couple of weeks away from rolling that out. It's called Splits, and I have a personal attachment to Splits. Obviously, it was one one of the projects that I get to learn uh, from the lead PM that worked on Splits when I joined United Master, and I love that concept. And and to me, Splits is really illustrating. And now, if we do a good job to help the fans understand that, you know, uh, and and understand, but also. Uh, see the intricacy of the making of the music that doesn't it doesn't just not it's not just come from one person but it comes from collaborators creating these beautiful sounds that that give you a certain emotional attachment to this and to me it's one of those beautiful most beautiful thing you know so splits kind of tie it all together and make sure everybody get you know pay as they should be and and and, and compensated for what they've been 
promise with based on the contribution to this piece of art. The baby that you built splits coming up. I think that's going to be, we have a lot of producers on our platform and a lot of people that like to collaborate with other artists, especially in web two. I think splits really bridges the gap for our community and artists wanting to work together, but being able to be paid on chain. I think it's just the fact that we're a family. It, I mean, I joined the team knowing Dwight, who was a good friend of mine prior to even the company existing. And I've always just been drawn in by his presence. And then when I joined the team, it just immediately feels like, you know, we all care so much about each other. We all have so much respect for each other. We're so diverse. And I think that that translates so well into how we interact as a company to our fans and to our collectors and to our artists. And I have not seen that with other platforms, to be honest. I think that it is some, it is a value add that we will be taking care of you like you are a member of our family or some like a good friend of ours, regardless of, you know, if we just met or just hopped on the phone. And so I think that connection that we bring with our experience, like all of our diverse backgrounds and everything like that really adds to the artist and collector experience as well that, again, I might be biased, but other platforms aren't doing, in my opinion. I really like our um, single page minter right now. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> it's really easy for people. I like how easy it is for people to go on and mint songs like and mint a song on our platform. It's just so easy. And um, and we pay for all the gas. I really like that too. So it's just uh, you don't even have to think about it. You just put your album artwork. You put your you put your music, and you're done. You don't even have to pay for the uh, the gas fees. So I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I don't know if I'm leaking this, but the early the one of one. So this is my first time interacting with smart contracts as a developer. So just having that opportunity to touch some new new technology for me is just. Uh, I'm a huge learner, so I love I love just having the opportunity. And of course, the splits feature is huge. Got to give credit when credit is due, and it'll make it'll make the artists and whoever else contributed to the work lives much easier. Oh, the 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 unwavering passion around the mission of what we're doing, right? We are trying to not just create the best platform, but to lift musicians and put them first and every person on the mint songs team has that mission and it's so special because it's so real and authentic especially like behind the scenes you know i know um it's all about what's best for the musicians right we're not thinking the reverse of that so i love that a feature that stands out for me i don't even know if it's any piece of tech i think it's the it's the fact that like now multiple times uh, people in the community have suggested features and the next week I have that feature deployed it is it is the fact that like we we have our ear to the ground and like when people want a feature we generally will build it uh, um, like assuming that it meets like we get now that we're growing we get a lot more suggestions than we could ever implement but it's still like uh, you know as people are talking to us they're like those features are getting pulled in like splits was a huge thing that like now is uh, uh, going to get released soon um across, actually i think it's released on v1 yeah or i guess the only v <laughs> um but yeah uh, other than that i mean i'm a i'm a huge 
like music nerd in general. So like the the fact now that we have multiple options for players, even outside the Mint Songs ecosystem, uh, like Spinamp will uh, be able to play Mint Songs music soon, um, and there's a couple other coming out that will also play Mint Songs songs. Um, uh, it's it's the fact that like the the music that you that you own on Mint Songs is uh, what I just it, I call it like forever access like you own it you can listen to it for eternity like forever like it's not that like the technology is going to go away it's that like the uh, at some point it gives the ability to transfer that tech forward like the the as long as you can pin an IPFS node and uh, you can do whatever modifications you want to the end result and still have access to it and uh, play it yeah I think it's yet to come I don't think I think we've been doing a lot of foundation work and it's gonna start coming together real soon to have a good answer for that question when did you join the team uh, started Mint Songs back in January 2021. I joined Mint Songs on November 29th, 2021. So I'm still kind of the newbie on the block. I started uh, into February 2022. This is going on to my second month, absorbing a lot. Super excited to be here. Love the team. Love everyone. Just love what we're doing. Love the community. I can't. I can. I can go all day about this, but love being here. <laughs> I joined the team in uh, January, January of this year. I joined the team about eight months ago. At this point in time, why are music NFTs important? Honestly, music NFTs are just like the next wave. It's the next level, and it's important for me to cultivate independence in any way that I can, especially as an artist. Ownership is important, making sure that your vision is untouched and not like altered in any way. That's extremely important. So music NFTs kind of just like allows the individual to do exactly what they want and I haven't really seen that so yeah so I think music NFTs are really early um, and I think the importance right now is experimentation I think there's a lot of different things the the largest obvious thing right now is monetarily in web3 you can as a as an independent artist you can make significantly more money at the scale around like small to medium and sometimes even large um, versus streaming and other traditional revenues. I think there's also community plays and a lot of creative things that maybe haven't been built yet that um, will, will come to life as the Web3 community as an aggregate continues to grow. Music NFTs are important because it allows artists to value their work in a totally new way and, find, and, and truly find a... A market of people that want to have this new type of relationship with an artist where the fan can actually you know can actually ride with the artist success instead of you know instead of simply just buying merch which is totally fine buying t-shirts hoodies shirts like to identify yourself with the artist but nfts allow you to actually have a buy-in into the artist brand and, and be incentivized to be a part of their street team and be, you know, uh, be supporting those artists over a long period of time. So that's really what what music NFTs unlock for artists is that that those the truly unique relationships that are that are super powered, super powered fan relationships. Two thousand twenty, fourteen thousand out of nine million artists on Spotify made more than fifty thousand dollars 
Uh, like I said, I come from Songlink, uh, a, a platform that was acquired. We had 25 million users. I worked with over 15,000 independent artists a month that still had day jobs. So I have a lot of friends, excuse me, who are also musicians as well. And I saw how much the pandemic really just screwed everybody in terms of making money off of their art. You know, art is so undervalued and the fact that artists are really dependent on live shows and merch sales in order to really make money is something that we saw with a the pandemic. They were just like, oh, well, I can't live off streaming. And so being able to monetize not just a piece of work, but like decades leading up to the work that they've creating now, you know, getting to see a financial, you know, return on that so they can you know pay rent they can feed their families like at first and foremost like that's you know I know a lot of artists who are like I don't care how much money I'm making I just want to pay rent and do what I love and so I think music NFTs are giving the artists the ability to do so and then on top of that you know being so such a you know consumer of music both live music I have a extensive record collection I buy CDs I buy merch like I'm very much a collector in terms of like art already and so this is just a whole new way for fans to connect to their favorite artists and vice versa to really just like to elevate that relationship in a way that is so cool and we have not seen before which I love. I was a musician for a long time. Uh, I played drums in a metal band for six years I think four five six years um, and I was living on a couch uh, like playing every day. I refused. Back then I didn't drink or smoke or do anything. I was just like, this is what my life is going to be. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to go full force at this. And after years, I didn't get paid a single time, like playing at shows like two or three times a week, like practicing every single day. Uh, I was at some point, I think I ate ketchup packets, like, because there was just nothing else. Um, and uh, yeah, at least from that perspective, uh, giving people the ability to support themselves with their passion uh, is, is something that I could never do. Uh, and now all of a sudden I have the ability to give that possibility to other people, right? Which is, yeah, that's that's the biggest reason why I'm like interested in NFTs in general, but specifically music NFTs, which is like the, the it's incredibly hard to like you either you either have ultimate success as a musician or you have no success historically. Uh, um, and we're creating a we're creating an in-between which is huge like there is you can like treat music as yeah as a like sustainability option and not as just a like you'll never make it as a musician which is what i was told when i was younger uh like and what they were saying is you'll you'll never be able to like the likelihood that you're going to become a millionaire because of your music uh, is so low that you're never going to do that, right? I'm never going to become like a Ringo Starr or like, I don't know, whoever, like massive musician. Uh, and yeah, at least for me, like I'm building a middle ground. Yeah. I think there's a lot of stories that are starting to form around uh, musicians getting to get more take home compared to streaming platforms with less effort and more engagement to the community. And I think that'll help more people than currently get to express themselves musically um, and I think it'll help bridge the gap between their fans and themselves they give an artist a chance to actually make more of a sustainable living so as a content creator myself twitch is not you know unless you're a big 
big time person on Twitch. It's not going to be <clears throat> your main source of income. You're going to have to have a whole bunch of different avenues that come in and, you know, help support your life. So music and the are huge, 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 huge to continue to support artists, to help them do what they want to do if they want to ever get to that full time dream. Once I, I, I uh, read up on the fundamental blockchain and, and uh, the concept of decentralizations and then, you know, uh, fast forward, you know, the, the abstracting all the technical layers and then learning what is an NFT and then what is a music NFT. You know, it comes down to me that NFT, music NFT, and even NFT, you know, is a, is a, is a, is a method to me, is a medium have yet to find a use case that could really uh, move the needle and, 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 and translate capture and translate value to the fans and the artists in the most fair way I see possible, right? Uh, and I think NFT will, will, will solve that problem. I truly believe it. And it's just a matter of uh, helping the artists see that they have this tool that give them the power and empower them to be freely, truly independent and sustain themselves as long as they're creative and continue to create and fine-tune their craft and explore as an artist and just be patient with themselves, you know? I might be oversimplifying because of the sustainability, you know, variable behind that scene, but that's, that, this, this is where it's gonna get interesting and we're all part of this. So I truly believe that music is for the people. Music is one of those use cases like perfect for blockchain and decentralization. No three companies should own 90% of the music that the world consumes. It just makes no sense because when you have that much of a control, then you lose the art side. It becomes too, too sterilized. Everybody's gonna be blocked up and be all gated. I've had friends that are get parked by labels and etc. and they don't know where to go from there on. So they, they're spinning wheels, you know? Uh, and so I truly believe music NFT will change that and and literally break up all of this like control and centralization of the people who can actually empower artists but refuse to because they can't see the ROI of that art yet. And I don't believe that they have, you know, each artist have to hit a million fans in order to have that ROI, you know. So, yeah. They're so important because I want to see more music in the world. I want to see artists making money from their art. And I want to see more music and more art in the world. So um, giving this, uh, this is an opportunity for artists, uh, another um, uh, way for artists to make money and artists to sustain themselves, to support themselves, another income stream. Um, and another uh, passive income stream too with royalties. I think this is so great and another way to just have more music in the world and have people um, making more music. It's good for all of us. <laughs> I'll say this. We're so early in music NFTs, but I believe that ownership is a huge issue, especially within music, especially within music. And NFTs completely solve that. And I think that the quote unquote end solution is going to look quite a bit different than it does today or what how marketplaces are today will just be a piece to a much larger puzzle of this ownership problem within music education in web3 is super important what would you say is a piece of web3 content or an influencer that has helped you to understand the space more 
When I was really starting uh, Whiteboard Crypto on YouTube, I mean, I am a very visual learner and not traditionally technically minded. And so for me, getting into Web3 was super hard, honestly, to do just by reading articles and everything. So I found that Whiteboard Crypto does a really good job of like explaining it in a way that's really like digestible for the average person and also to they do it with pictures in which you know my brain's like ooh shiny like so just doing that I think was that helped me a lot really get into the space and then obviously that one medium article that everybody reads about nfts and 101 like that helps me like break it down as well too which is cool at the beginning it was Koopa Troopa and blockchain Brett uh, our GM metaverse podcast hosted by Josh Gordon uh, the Adam Levy Mint podcast. Um, now it's more water and music, focusing on more deep dives into DAOs and where is music NFTs. And uh, in the beginning, I needed a, a more general view, which Koopa does a great job for. But water and music really gets to the the nuts and bolts of what's possible, what's happening, and what does the future look like for Web three. Josh Gordon. He has produced, first off, a meaningful friendship between me and him. Uh, but he has produced, uh, he was the first iteration of the Mint Songs podcast. He now works with Unstoppable Domains, and he is a encyclopedia of Web3 knowledge from both a high level and a low level. Uh, the Bankless podcast, but that's also highly technical and analytic and i that's not a good one for most people probably yeah it's so, just highly technical so it makes it hard for most people like if you're not kind of into how economics and markets work at a high level it makes it hard i guess to consume their content too so and uh, and then they also get very into the weeds on the technical side too so unless you're so it makes it hard as like a generally approachable this is what web3 is about podcast uh Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper got me involved in 2013. Um, with NFT specifically, I got really engaged with NBA Top Shot and Nifty Gateway. Um, NBA Top Shot because I was a big basketball fan and a collector of basketball cards, so it made sense to me that this was just the digital version of it. And then with Nifty Gateway, they started bringing on digital artists that I've been following for years on Instagram, like Beeple and Fuckrender and Mad Dog Jones and Slime Sunday, and I was never able to support those artists in Web 2. So when they came into Web 3 and, and on the Gateway, I was like, oh, this is a no-brainer for me. Um, honestly, this credit goes to uh, Dwight. He, you know, when I was the United Master, and I hop on a call, and it was meant for a 30 minutes meet and greet kind of call, right? Uh, intro. It turned to be like two and a half hours conversation and I knew nothing about blockchain at that time. I knew the high level concept of decentralizations, right? And and I just never had the time just to, to or have to spend time to learn more because it's such an early state, like 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 I, I never had an, an like an, a reason for it, right? And and um, you know even though I'm a tech guy, I'm not like one of one of those like super early adopters. I consider myself early adopters, but like on the rear end of that early adopters, you know, like like, like audience. And for this, I felt like I was a super uh, uh, 
early adopter, and I lean on Dwight and actually Garrett to educate me a lot. I have to read for the job before you know I hopping on a job, and I go, okay, I gotta read all of this to, to understand the fundamental. What is ERC twenty? What is ERC seventy twenty one? Why is the defense? Who supported it and stuff like that? And then I learn a lot by helping artists because they ask questions, and I'm like, oh shit. Eight out of ten times, I don't know what the answer to the questions when I first start. But now I would say like 50-50 chance now. You know, oh shit. You know, like you know that because you get question from me. I'm like, an artist asks this. I think this is the answer. Is that can you can you like, you know, like fake news check me right? Make sure that I don't uh, say shit that is it's it's not accurate right? Um, so yeah, yeah. You guys are all my you know you guys are all my. Um, I, uh, leaning on because the work is getting really busy from a tactical standpoint now. So I have, I feel like I have less less time outside of work to kind of read more. So yeah. Hmm. Web three music NFT. I mean, just our just our crew, just the Web Mint Songs crew. I've been learning so much about the uh, Web three NFT space. Um, we have so many awesome, talented people in this uh, in at Mint Songs. I've been love loving learning from all of them for sure. Yeah. Um, do you want the long answer? <laughs> uh, so. I started out watching a bunch of Solidity tutorials, right? Which was maybe not the, that's not where I learned the most, I don't think at all. Like that, I picked up like, okay, I understand what this is. I understand what NFTs are better now. And I, uh, at that point, I didn't really have a full understanding of like the power of blockchain. And I don't think, I don't think those videos answered that question. I think probably, and this is kind of, this is kind of cheesy, but I think I learned more about blockchain from you than anyone else, uh, both by just asking you questions and uh, like listening to either your Twitter spaces or your podcast. So you're probably on the Web3 side, the most influential learner or teacher that I've had um, and then it kind of, yeah, it, it evolved into now that I know, now that I understand more about the, like, the, we'll call it like the possibilities, I can now listen to artists and talk about what they are trying to do with a different frame of mind, right? With a, uh, like, it's, it's different when you're like, okay, like this artist wants to go into Web3, like, no, this artist wants to utilize Web3 to build their communities, and now I can actually, like, every time that somebody proposes an idea i can think about it from both a technical and a like community standpoint um yeah so for me personally everybody on mint song so just asking questions when i don't understand something because me again coming from a traditional web 2 background of course i had a little bit of experience in the web 3 ecosystem but not as nearly as much as we you know we use here so learning every day just utilizing the team everybody's really helpful so just asking questions whenever i need help you know what, to be honest, the thing that made it click is that this kind of felt like my last resort. And I mean that, or what I mean by saying is, sometimes it just kind of feels like you've tried everything and you're to the point where you're like, why not? And then, you know, there goes the determination. You just have to make sure that you keep your head down through the headaches, the many headaches that I've had trying to figure out this information. I really kept pushing because I'm like, this is kind of a last resort type of situation where I feel like, this is the one place I can totally start fresh and start new and be exactly who I want to be. So honestly, I would say it really starts with me and it starts with you too. I think honestly, Chris Dixon uh, from A16Z is really, really good at synthesizing things into like modern frameworks that our minds think in. Uh, his philosophical approach to the paradigms that Web3 opens are really valuable and really insightful and it really gets the ideas flowing. Yeah, it leads, leads right into it. I love this aspect of you being a creator. What are, outside of the metaverse or 
I guess you a little bit more inside of the metaverse. Outside of Mint Songs, what are some things you like to spend your time on? Yep. So as Pat said, I am a content creator outside of Mint Songs. I'm a live streamer on Twitch. I make YouTube content, Instagram content, signed to an esports organization recently. So ma- making big things happen this year, achieving some of my childhood dreams is just amazing. I really try to push my learning. Um, as of recent, I've been learning beats and making music in Ableton. I was really inspired by a recent trip to NFTLA. Outside of that, you'll usually find me outdoors, camping, fly fishing, mountain biking, hiking, etc. Yeah, so first and foremost, I'm a huge, huge fan of live music. I think I just tweeted, I've averaged like a good two shows, a, two live shows a week since the start of March. Um, but yeah, live music has hasn't always been something that's super passionate to me and so I try my best to seek out live music where I can and so that's one of the main things and then I'm also really big into the outdoors and so especially when it gets nicer I love to go on hikes Um, you know being in Denver there's so many places around you know within driving distance that I can go to that are so beautiful so try to be outside in any way that I can so those are the those are the two I love to I love to um, climb, play acro yoga, play the handpan a lot. I love playing handpan. It's really fun. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I have a family. Uh, I am a, a dad to two cats and one dog. I like riding my bike. I like playing pickup basketball. And uh, a little bit of meditation and yoga. Um, I love to cook. Uh, and I certainly love to eat and drink. I think the, at least to me, the epitome of life is like consuming like other people's passion uh, or, you know, providing passion as well. That like in the same way that music is, food is something that is very personal and something that is uh, uh, something that you like that stemmed out of like I'm creating food for people that I love uh, and I'm like I'm nurturing them. And in the same way, I can kind of provide that as well. Um, yeah. Um, I love creating new connections with people inside of Web3, but then I also like to create myself outside, but with that comes experience. So I like to get outside so that I can create new memories and then I can create more art. I continue to design in everyday parts of my life and as a hobby. The activities that take the most of my time, um, you know, Part of being a product manager is an occupational hazard. Outside of work, you're trying to be efficient about the time that you have left. Uh, when, I, when I say left here, as in the, of the day, you know, I, well, yeah, uh, at the macro level, time is left. And how do you balance between enjoying yourself but learn self-taught so then you can be better at something you do but also drive towards something bigger than yourself, right? And so that juggling act always like, do I want to spend time exercising, reading, watching the basketball thing, which brings me so much joy? So it, it, it randoms, but I try to have a routine that kind of anch- as an anchor to have everything else around. And the routine is taking a walk about, you know, somewhere between 30 minutes to sometimes two hours, depending on the day, if I have flexibility, if I have things to think about, whether it's about work for the next day or about my family, I, I just drift and let the thoughts kind of sort itself out. Outside of Mint Songs, I have a wonderful girlfriend, and we have a wonderful dog, and I love to go to shows and festivals and experience life outside of the metaverse with with my friends and family. That is what I do outside of Mint Songs. Outdoor activities, golfing, snowboarding, hiking, 
just depends on the season and what's going on. Uh, indoor activities, board games, cooking food, hanging out with friends, uh, just some of everything, I guess. What was the compelling driver for you to buy those music NFTs? It's history. If I'm betting on the artists to grow, this is part of their brand equity, and it's able, and I'm able to participate with it in an open market. It just made a lot of sense. Like as Odessa grows, the NFT will grow, and as any of these other artists get more deeply ingrained in, into Web three, which you know I I have full conviction that every artist will have a Web three uh, strategy here eventually having the historic pieces of their web3 journey is super important he was one of the first artists that i was a visually visually attracted to how he would use animations as his cover art um, for his songs that he minted also really liked his beats and i really like working to those type of hip-hop beats but also i got to talk to him connect with him and it really brought everything full circle for me I think because I was I, that was the first one that I was really involved in the process of promoting it. That was right after I really started with Ben Songs, and it was cool to be involved in seeing the process go from start to finish. And also the artwork is so cool. It's like this trippy gif that just I mean that again it was like ooh shiny like you know it just stuck out to me so much and this the music attached to it was so beautiful and I was like sure why not let's support it. You know what? It's so crazy because Jamie to me is like like this all around just like fun person who encompasses exactly what I look for in Web3, which is people that are organically themselves and really do not care about anything else or like whatever narrative that they've had with any other connection outside of like Web3. Um, so I bought it because I like Jamie as a person. That was my first thought. Like, I love Jamie. I'm supporting Jamie no matter what. And really, like, they're just, like, this amazing human. And so, yeah, I didn't even buy it for the music. Although Jamie is an amazing musician, I bought it because of the personal connection. So given the situation that was going on in Ukraine, we just all needed some positive energy around it. It affected everybody in different ways, you know. So just having somebody just... Just giving some positive energy and just coming together, just trying to bring a community together. It's just always super dope, so I had to support that. Oh, his passion. Yeah, just him as a human being. I mean, his music rocks, but yeah. I think after I heard his story and like heard the way that he communicates, I think I just related most to him, like I like at the space, like in the space at the time, where he's like, "Hey, like I'm really trying to figure this out, not because I like the tech is cool, but like I'm trying to figure this out because I want to support my family and my life." And I was like, "Oh, this is like that's the best reason to support a creator." Uh, and as far as like the the, it's not like a common sentiment. Like not a lot of like not everyone is I. I don't really associate with the idea of like uh, music NFTs or any NFTs are about like making a million dollars. It is with everything. It is about supporting like your life and your family and the people that communicate that like Jamie Cornella, like they're the ones that I associate with the most, right? It was, and it was to help test the moon pay feature. Ah. I was like, after failing it in production once, I was like, no, I got to see it work. And I was like, okay, this one's good and I like them and I'll go see them next week so I might as well buy their song.
yeah, well, the inner engineer, it was testing and prod. <laughs> the, the actual reason and why I was happy to buy more editions is Caption was really, really innovative. He was on the cutting edge. And, you know, I, I'm very into the idea that Web3 opens up new asset generation pools for artists. And that was just one of them. I'm curious for you, what, what would attract you to buying a music NFT? Probably the community and the utility around the NFT. So, like, um, if I knew that, you know, there was going to be some sort of special um, utility around owning this NFT, I'd be more more apt to, to get it. And and I see that there, it's an artist that I like that is promoting their, their things, then um, then I would definitely do it. I think I just need to follow more of the artists that I like on, on Twitter and social so that I know, that, know what they're up to <laughs> first. Yeah. Every week, you're running the Twitter Spaces for Mint songs, and you're talking to so many Web3 musicians. I know it's got to be hard for you to pick, but if you had to pick a couple of Web3 musicians that you find yourself attracted to recently, who are some Web3 musicians that you found either in your feed or just taking up your mental space? Uh, first and foremost, Boy Untitled. We had a space with him last week, and I was just absolutely blown away by his outlook on life. He has such a wise presence that you can feel through the internet which is so I was just blown away when I was talking to him and his music is also just incredible he's just so viscerally talented it's insane so him definitely I loved talking to Grace Weber this week I think that she is doing some amazing stuff in the space and has a really good outlook on the community building and her sound is insane and she's just worked with so many iconic artists that she has such a well-rounded view of music and then I think the last one that has really stood out to me recently is uh, Kaiza. She's doing a really, really cool project where she's putting her music up into the stratosphere as a way to you know, bring awareness to our planet as a whole and provide love for the planet and bring awareness to like how we're killing it. And she's super into conservation efforts, you know, has worked with uh, some of the board apes to do uh, gorilla conservation efforts and fundraising. And so just she's using her platform and her web free presence for good and activism, which I really enjoy. Yeah, recently I've been really, really into Alec King. Um, really, really interesting perspective. Really cool to meet him in person watch his process. Um, Ayo Temi, same deal. I'm sure that'll be a comment across the team because a lot of us from the team is, have met Ayo Temi. Um, and then Caitlin Rates. Um, <laughs> I, I think the music that she puts out is beautiful and I actually think that her contribution to the community is really valuable. Um, so far, I think uh, my girlfriend even wants that to be in our wedding <laughs> as a song. Uh, the song that she did with uh, jo Julian. Julian, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jack Julian. Jack Julian. Ayo Temi. Caption. Jazzy. So, I love Cam Murdoch. He is like my new Web3 bestie. Literally, that connection is just invaluable. I love Jamie Cornelia. Who else do I love? I love Scala. He's this amazing singer-songwriter. Um, I love Tika. Oh my god, I love so many people. Jiminelle is so dope. Her vibes, like, unmatched. Yeah, those are a few. <laughs> Ill Mind, Flashradamus. Those are some that I have close relationships with. Um, 
not just on the music that they drop, but the vision that they have for building community around Web3. Man, I love Grammatic because he's just been he's just been innovating here, and, and we're happy to have Grammatic as a as a partner in Mint Songs. Um, let's see who else. I love artists that are just trailblazing, like Latasha and Daniel Allen and RAC and Blau, like really figure figuring out the, the sort of playbook for every artist. It's a hard feat to do, so I, I commend them and. And, uh, and yeah, as a, as Min Song, it's, it's also us trying to figure out that playbook. So I understand how hard it is for them. Uh, so I, I very much empathize with their journey. Of course, you got to stay sweet, man. You got to. You got to big up the sweets. Uh, next, we have A.O. Timmy. He just seems like a real homie. His personality, just from hearing him in the Twitter spaces, you got to love it. And also Black Dave. I know Black Dave as a skater, so just seeing him navigate into the Web3 space is just awesome. And he's, again, a homie as well. Personality shines. <laughs> uh, yeah, this would be, if my wife was here, this would be an interesting question to ask her because I'm listening to it on full blast for the most part. Uh, and she, like, she has fallen in love with a couple of songs and, like, gotten very annoyed with a couple of songs that I kind of put on repeat regularly. I think the first one, as I was developing it, the first one that I really listened to constantly was uh, Jamie Cornella, Cornelia's uh, Living Like That or Really, really Like That. Really like that. Uh, it, was the, it was probably the second most expensive music NFT I purchased, and it was the one that was on repeat constantly. Other than that, anything by, like, Iotemi I listen to regularly, or uh, leading up to my trip to Brazil, uh, I've been trying to collect more Brazilian artists, and the the biggest, or at least the one that I like the most on our platform is... Uh, now I can't even remember his name. Uh, he released, like, a carnival, uh, like, style, like, like, house music song, and it was so good. Uh, I'll have to, yeah, I'll send you the, yeah, I'll send you the link to it. It's so good. Yes, yes. Like, I have two names that are, like, like in my head. Uh, are you Tammy? Um, he and I instantly connected, like, somehow, some way, and I hop on a few calls with him extensively and share everything I know about NFT and how to uh, help artists think about, you know, like, help artists how, how to think about strategizing their NFT based on their intention and milestone, etc. And the second one is recently I met Grace Webber, and that was through the event that we did with ChillRx um, uh, in LA. Um, and and I remember uh, uh, I didn't know who she was. I, you know, I've never, I didn't, I haven't listened to her music before then. And in the recording studio. Uh, it got a little tense because because it was a little bit off track. Uh, the mood, was, the vibe was off track, uh, off uh, 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 kind of off track for the night. She came in and then sang a verse that she wrote there, but the vibe was so warm. And then she literally, I felt like she light, she lit up the room and changed the vibe. And then and then I learned more about her, and then we just become friends. And then I you know listen to her music. I'm like, she's incredibly talented. And I'm like, these two are my um, uh, 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 friends down in Web3 that I'm cheering for and rooting for. And, and I do see that one of these, if not two, because probably, you know, there's a lot of variables that you can't control, but they will break out in Web3. And I'm betting on that. Hmm. Not so many right now. I mean, I'm just like, uh, usually when I'm working, it's pretty quiet. So <laughs> I've been... Uh, had a chance to like really listen to all of our Web3 artists yet, but I want to, I want to get more of it. Uh, 
I would need to go explore it more. I should probably actually get involved in Twitter so I could see more of the Web3 community. It's been on my to-do list, but I don't know. I've just always kind of been hesitant about Web2 platforms. They always seemed like a, I don't know, um, disingenuous from day one. If someone's scrolling on Twitter and they see you, uh, what's, your, what's your handle for people that don't know? My handle on Twitter is at Dorculus, D-O-R-C-U-L-A-S. And what do you look like? I look like a bored ape, uh, bored ape 5099 with a hip-hop jacket. I currently have a uh, pixel portrait as my uh, profile pic, so it's a pixelated, crypto-punk-looking rendition of a custom version of myself. So it's got a little beanie and uh, a beard. It resembles me IRL. I think yours is really interesting. I wanted to ask this just follow up real quick. How was that made? Because that, that's a story I think you've told me, but I would love to hear again. Yeah, so this was a company, I, I did it really, really early on. It's a company called Pixel Portraits, and they, I think it was like 0.2 ETH, and they would do a custom, and like I sent them, they sent me stuff, I sent back feedback, and like, it was actually like an iterative process until they were like, do you love this? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, all right, here you go. And then they also did derivatives, like I got a zombie version of myself <laughs> during Halloween. A fashionista, an amazing mother, a glam goddess, and an awesome artist. If someone sees me on Twitter, they'll probably see my uh, gaming avatar or my gaming logo. And this will probably lead up into the next question, as you'll see. <laughs> so I actually am one of the rare people in Web3 that has my PFP as myself. I'm not, I've doxxed myself completely. Um, I, at the moment, I have a picture of myself from Okeechobee in like a festival head, headscarf and everything. So very much me and my element. A rabbit. I look like a gutter dog. Uh, number 1583. You'll see me in a multicolored hoodie with a purple background. Physically, like if you're gonna see me in a space, you're gonna see my pudgy ape, uh, which is now mutated. Um, it is an incredibly low floor with the most with the, with the very active team, uh, which is probably the first large friend group I've made in the NFT space where we, you know, we watch movies, we drink, we play games. Um, but I think my personality is very different on Twitter Spaces, where when I'm actually speaking, uh, I. At least in my head, I just open my brain up and kind of let things flow out. And, uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't make sense, but uh, hopefully it's uh, as kind as I try to be in real life. I am holding a sign that I made called Yup, Y-U-P. And that was uh, a uh, photo of me at uh, 2015 round two of the playoffs of the Golden State Warriors and we just won that game and I was in a blissful state and I came out just walking around the stadium with the sign say up uh, yep <laughs> I'm actually not on Twitter probably posting a bunch on uh, DeFi NFT stuff and uh, maybe might post some things on uh, personal development and growth and some some fun um, uh, quotes from books I'm reading right now Hope you enjoyed this episode and maybe you learned a thing or two about the Minsongs team along the way. This is my first podcast NFT on Ethereum mainnet. It's going to be sold this Wednesday on 
Mintsongs V2, leveraging the Zora Marketplace protocol. Sales of this NFT are split 100% between the Mintsongs team. So all 11 members on this podcast, including myself, get a cut. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time.